to a Hope 103.2 podcast. In the year or so after they became Christians, some teenage lads I know decided to use their school holidays for the cause of Christ. For years, they'd attended those government sport and recreation camps where they spent their time chasing girls, picking fights, sneaking out of their cabins at night, chasing girls. But not anymore. Now they were planning to convert the entire camp population. To assist them in their mission, they packed the usual camp essentials, as well as an entire suitcase full of Bibles, Christian tracts, and Jesus Saves stickers. It was a thrilling seven days for this bunch of young believers, armed with prayer, teenage abandon, and of course, the holy bag, as they called it. By the end of the week, Jesus Saves was plastered on every wall of the campsite, Not a single Bible or tract remained, and the lads found themselves conducting daily Bible discussions during free time with about 15 other teenage campers, many of whom embraced Christ for the first time that week. There was every indication these young blokes would grow up to pursue a ministry of evangelism, and several of them are now full-time evangelists. It would be easy to present an example like this, as typical of what God expects of every believer. Innovation, zeal and proactivity in outlining the gospel to others. But I don't think this would be appropriate. At a pragmatic level, it's obvious that not all of us are wired like those young lads. And there's no shame in that. The existence of evangelists like these shouldn't make us feel guilty at all that our own gospel opportunities are less frequent or less daring or less comprehensive. It should be a cause of rejoicing. More importantly, God's word does not teach that every Christian is an evangelist. Yes, we must all be open about Christ, answering for our faith whenever opportunity invites. But this is not what these lads were doing on a near daily basis and are now doing on a full-time basis. Some of God's people go beyond the passing, conversational bites about the gospel, hopefully common to us all. They pursue a focused ministry of outlining the whole gospel to others. They are the evangelists. In the next two episodes, I want to explore the speaking role of the few. In particular, I want to show that the New Testament envisages a special place in our congregations for evangelists, people given to the church by Christ for the express purpose of outlining the gospel to those who don't yet believe. Now, an entire volume could be written about the biblical and practical significance of the evangelist, but I just want to make a few simple points. Firstly, the word evangelist, euangelistes, is simply the word gospel, euangelion, with a new ending, which means er. <laughs> Literally, the word is gospel-er. That is, one who announces the gospel. The first Christians coined this term as a shorthand way of referring to those in the church who took on the task of proclaiming the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, the gospel, in other words, to those for whom this message was still news. The second thing I want to say is that many of these New Testament gospelers, evangelists, appear to have been connected either with a single congregation or with a small cluster of congregations in a geographical area. In other words, in contrast to our typical image of the travelling evangelist, New Testament evangelists could just as easily be localised. Now, there are plenty of examples to look up if you're interested. Acts 21.8 
uh, 2 Corinthians 8.18, Philippians 4.2-3, Colossians 1.7, and Colossians 4.12-13. But perhaps the best example is 2 Timothy 4.5. There, in the context of his local ministry in the city of Ephesus, Timothy is told by the Apostle Paul to do the work of an evangelist, discharge all the duties of your ministry. Now, Timothy was already an evangelist par excellence. He had been traveling and preaching with Paul for years. But what Timothy had been doing for years as an itinerant evangelist, he was now to carry on in a local context. He was not only to teach believers and appoint elders, he was to keep evangelizing the unbelievers of Ephesus. The third thing I want to say about evangelists is that only some Christians are evangelists. This is perfectly clear in Ephesians 4 verses 11 and 12, which says, It was he, Christ, who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers, to prepare God's people for works of service, so that the body of Christ may be built up. It's pretty clear from this passage that Christ has given only some Christians to be evangelists. In saying this, I don't at all want to discourage the rest of us from doing what we can to tell the gospel to others. Each of us should speak of Jesus as our personalities, opportunities, and abilities allow us, confident that as we do, God's Spirit will work through us, whether or not we're an evangelist. My point here, though, is that there is no justification in the Bible for pressing all believers into the role of an evangelist. That's just not what the scriptures say about the issue. It would be like my urging every Christian to become a Bible study leader or Christian aid worker, simply on the grounds that the scriptures urge us all to be devoted to God's word and mindful of the poor. Nor is the role of the evangelist necessarily to train church members to do evangelism. I've sometimes heard this said on the basis of verse 12 of this Ephesians 4 text, which says that apostles, prophets, and evangelists, and so on, are given to the church to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. But this doesn't mean that evangelists prepare other Christians to be evangelists, any more than it means apostles prepare us to be apostles and prophets prepare us to be prophets. Paul's point is simple. When all of these various ministries are functioning throughout the church, God's people are properly equipped to serve and grow. The evangelist's role in all of this is obvious. He or she evangelizes the lost so that they might become part of the body of Christ in the first place. My observation here is pretty simple. As part of the call for all of us to promote the gospel, it's pretty clear from God's word that some in our congregations will devote themselves specifically to the task of outlining the gospel to the wider community. These are our gospelers, our evangelists. And next time, I want to talk about how you might pick an evangelist. Hope 103.2 Thanks for listening.